Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, the, the chat's awfully feisty this morning, which I like. A lot of you talking about that Supreme Court ruling that just popped. I, I, I'm going to cover it in depth tomorrow. I'm just going to give you the quick and skinny here. Uh, yes, it's probably not great for us. They basically said that state courts can get involved in congressional maps. A lot of these state courts are liberal, which is going to mean what? This is the simplest abstract Reader's Digest version you're going to get, which means liberal courts are going to demand states create more liberal Congress people. <laughs> That's really it in a nutshell. However, there is a small sliver of hope here that if we can take back some state courts on the Republican side, like we did in North Carolina, which is odd because the case came from North Carolina, that those state courts will get to, uh, will get to lean in on Republican-leaning state maps. There you go. That's really the case in a nutshell. But I agree with you, not the greatest ruling. I got a lot to get to. That wasn't even part of the show because it just popped. Welcome, was it Blondie 8 to the chat for the first time? Good to have you all here. Love having you here. Loaded show today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN? It's like taking a call on a train or a bus on speaker for everyone to hear. While that person on the phone is giving out all your personal information. You don't want everyone on a train listening, right? It's really no different if you're letting internet service providers watch you. They know every single website you visit. They can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. ExpressVPN reroutes your network, your network data through a secure encrypted tunnel so your ISP can't see or sell your online activity. Best of all, it's really simple to use. I'm not that tech savvy, folks. I've been honest about that from the start. I use it. It's really simple. You just fire up the app and click one button. Just like that. That's it. ExpressVPN is rated number one by the Virgin Tech Radar. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected too. I don't go online without it. You shouldn't either. It's not the government's business what you're doing. Protect your online privacy today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. And you get an extra three months free, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, let's go. All right, it's Tuesday, brother. Yeah, and it's, it's a very busy Tuesday because yesterday CNN teased the biggest scoop of a lifetime. We got the Trump tape, the Trump tape of him allegedly talking about classified information, blowing up national security, showing bombing plans for Iran. The country's going to, we're all going to die. We heard it yesterday. The hype was incredible. Uh, it turned out what I believe to be another Rachel Maddow tax paperwork moment. Remember that? We got Trump's taxes and you found out that he gives a lot of money to charity and obeys tax laws. Remember that one? Uh, folks, but it, it really is getting hard to believe they keep doing it. How the hell did CNN and left-wing media outlets get a hold of a tape in the hands of the United States government as evidence? The answer is it's pretty clear at this point that the swamp is doing it again. They are interfering in another election again with the same tried and not so yeah. true. You're laughing because you know what they yeah. do. Here's the plan. Here's the battle plan with Trump. Make up a fake charge. It doesn't matter what it is. A quid pro quo deal, Russian collusion. Trump is trafficking and classified documents in violation of the Espionage Act. Make up a fake charge. Haul Trump into court or through a process. Make sure Trump's lawyers are prosecuted. Make sure the lawyers that aren't prosecuted have a uh, are, are, uh, are, are, are censored so they can't speak about the case. And then have the government selectively leak things to the media so the fight is fought in the media to do maximum political damage to Trump so he can't fight back. 
ding, ding, ding. That's the plan. Every time they're at it again. Notice none of the classified documents, the rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House Joe Biden has. None of those have leaked. We don't know what those were about, even though it was uh, it was spoken about a couple of weeks ago that these were these were uh, national security documents that could have been really serious. We haven't seen those documents yet, but the tape leaked out for Trump. Now, I'm going to play this thing for you so you can hear it yourself. I'll be honest with you. Doesn't sound great. And nor should we pretend it does. But there are a number of open questions about this. What is Trump talking about on this tape? Because it's not video. It's audio. It's about a minute, 49 seconds. You're going to hear him having a conversation with Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff's biographer. And there's some staffers at the table. And it's alleged in this that he's, you'll hear himself, that he's talking about some classified document about a battle plan for Iran. Now, that's going to be important. Remember that. Because I'm going to send something your way after this that may make you believe this tape isn't everything they're cracking it up to be. How the hell did CNN get this tape? Probably the same way they knew to show up at Roger Stone's house for a raid. Because the swamp and the media are working hand in hand to get rid of Trump. That is the coup plot. Here, take a listen. Bad, sick people. That was was your coup, you know. Against you. That well, it started big, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a kick. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying yeah. to overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Pages long. Wait a minute. Let's see here. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack. And Hillary would print that out all the time. You know. <laughs> send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. These are the papers. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. No, I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's incredible. You. Right? No, they, hey, bring some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. What is he showing them again? Yeah. You notice how these things are leaked selectively? Number one, there are a bunch of open questions here. As we showed you last week, part of the legal precedent in cases like this is if he's showing them some national security document in violation of the probably unconstitutional Espionage Act which is a, a garbage that's been used to prosecute political opponents forever. The question is, did they see it? And I don't mean to be cute with the language. I mean, literally, did they see it? 
Because I can show, I, I, how many times I got to do this demo? Here, huh. fellas, what does it say on this coin? Uh-uh. I don't know. Joe has no idea. Why? I just showed it to you, Joe. Because he didn't see it. It's a New York field office coin from the Secret Service. He didn't see it. Whatever Trump is showing them, did they see it, is a key here. Notice, nobody wants to talk about that. Another thing, what was he showing? If you've got this document indicating that this is the battle plan for freaking Iran, then why isn't the special counsel or someone leaking that too? You know, why aren't they leaking that too? What was he showing them? I got the idea he was joking around a little bit to tell. I, it sounds like it to me. You know. I mean, he knows he's being recorded, folks. What was he showing them? Notice how they leave that out? While we still haven't seen any of the classified Biden documents, he squirreled away, correct? Is there video? Where was this conversation in Bedminster? Was it in a private room where there's probably no video? Or was it outside? I, I think I've been to Bedminster. I'm not sure. There's probably video cameras outside. Is there video? It would be pretty clear if they saw it at that point. Where is there video of this? Another question. Was the document even classified? Dan, he said it wasn't classified. Ladies and gentlemen, he says a lot of things. He says a lot of things. Was it bluster? Was it puffery? Was it classified? Yeah. Was it not? Right. Uh, that's kind of important. And the critical distinction. Was it classified when Trump showed it? And we still don't know if they saw it. These are all kind of important questions, folks. I've told you before, because a document is classified at origination doesn't mean it's classified now. The motorcade routes, when I was doing my last line of work, security for the president, were classified until after the motorcade happened. Then they're not classified. Are they still classified? You notice how all these details are left out for the CNN bombshell? Ladies and gentlemen, this is what's called media lawfare. Media lawfare. This is where the media and the law intersect to create a media case resembling a legal case, but that's no legal case at all because none of the legal questions I'm asking you have been answered yet. And the most important question, where's the freaking document? If you had the document, why haven't we seen it? Ladies and gentlemen, they so this is so obvious what they're doing. Why did this leak come out last night? Anyone? Well, Biden's Russia policy and Ukraine policy are collapsing. A whistleblower's blowing the whistle about Hunter Biden as we find out the U.S. attorney and the attorney general, Merrick Garland, one of them's lying about the sweetheart deal to Hunter Biden. And looky here, magically, as if delivered on a silver platter, a bunt on a silver platter, here comes a tape of Trump. Oh my gosh, look at this document. now. I got a simple question for you. Let's give a little background because you're not going to hear this. I can almost guarantee you anywhere else outside of the conservative media ecosystem. What is Trump talking about here? Ladies and gentlemen, whether you love or hate Trump's foreign policy, I tend to like it. I don't think we should be intervening in every country around the world because it just doesn't end well for us a lot. I'm just a pragmatist. You don't have to agree. That's okay. We're entitled to different opinions and I respect yours. I just ask you respect mine, too, even if you disagree. I much prefer Donald Trump's 
cautious approach to overseas interventions. Donald Trump did not want to start a war with Iran because he understood that China would probably get involved, that Russia would probably get involved, and it could turn into World War, World War III rather quickly. Mark Milley, our disgraced um, former military leader who was uh, you know, on Trump's inner circle of military advisors and is still uh, you know, the one who said he would warn China, basically give China yeah. a heads up. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Milley, of course, wanted to start a war with Iran. So because Milley was more interested in a war with Iran, when public opinion started to turn, it appears Milley tried to blame Donald Trump for wanting to start a war with Iran. If you rewind the podcast, it's live now, but if you're listening on, on a delay later, rewind the podcast and listen again. Trump says, this makes my case right here. Is he talking about a, a war document from his military advisors? Maybe if he is, shouldn't have shown that. Or is he showing him something like this? Here's a New Yorker article. Susan B. Glasser. You're going to have an effing war. Mark Milley's fight to stop Trump from striking Iran. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Ladies and gentlemen, this is some epic tier one level gaslighting. Are you following the story, guys? You, you get what I'm talking about here? Yeah. Milley wants the war with Iran, according to Trump. Trump tries to stop them. Trump tries to like get everybody calmed down a little bit so we don't wind up in World War III while still cutting peace deals overseas, which seemed like a nice balance, especially in the Middle East. These guys who sell war for a living want a war with Iran. Public opinion starts to change. They want to make Donald Trump look like a lunatic after the election. So articles start coming out in The New Yorker, coincidentally, to the left of Lenin, The New Yorker, wrote a crap piece on me, too, should have never spoken to them. And in the New Yorker, it comes out that Trump's a violent, raging maniac who wanted a war with Iran, according to him, and Milley had to stop him. This is what Trump's talking about. Is he waving a news article? Is anyone going to ask? I mean, are we the only people out there engaged in basic common sense rationale? Folks, if you just do a little bit of homework on this, not you, you guys have real jobs for them. Think about media people. A little bit of homework, you'll see something's not right about this story. Trump is clearly annoyed that they're making him out to be a warmonger. So he has some document or paper clippings or newspaper clipping showing otherwise. The thing is, nobody knows what the document is. Because nobody can show, anybody saw it, and nobody can. Nobody has produced the document yet. Do they have it? Or are you just going to guess? Folks, you got to be really careful with the misinformation media lawfare machine right now. Almost nothing they're telling you is true. I did a whole open on my show yesterday about something that happened to me recently where the story was categorically false. Folks, you've got to take a deep breath and let the story fester for 24 to 72 hours. Take in as much information as you can because it's probably wrong. Here's what I mean. Tied to this whole thing, there is a war machine out there just eager, the Lindsey Grahams of the world and others, that are just eager to pile us into the next intervention, knowing that they're not going to be the ones with their asses in the combat zone. You want to get on the battle axe? Go yourself. 
But we should be very selective and careful after what just happened in Afghanistan about plunging people into another potential foreign war. My gosh. Everybody drawing conclusions about the uh, Wagner Group uh, Russia incident yesterday. Wall Street Journal. Oh, my gosh. You see, all you anti-Ukraine people were wrong. We should have got involved earlier. What? Why? So, so, so the Wagner Group could overthrow Putin and we'd have a nuclear crisis globally? You think that's a win? Oh, and did you catch this? You know David Sachs? Disclosure, he has some business with Rumble. I'm an equity holder there, although I've personally never spoken to David, but I'd like to be honest with you about stuff. Uh, here's David Sachs on Twitter with a great post here. Is a Gulf of Tonkin moment at hand? Did you notice this, folks? Shortly after returning from his latest trip to Kiev, Senator Graham, along with Dick Blumenthal, introduced a resolution providing Article 5 guarantees to Ukraine in the event that, among other things, a nuclear facility is destroyed in Ukraine. Oh, really? So Ukraine, who's not a NATO country, is going to get Article 5 protection, and we're going to have to get involved in a world war. Joe, if a nuclear facility in Ukraine is destroyed, hmm. Oh, wait, wait, hey, here's where the story gets even juicier. There's always a curveball. You know what? Now I got the Bongino bait. Here, you know how to throw a curveball? Right along the seam right there. Flip the wrist. There you go. There's another curveball here. Just coincidentally, the Ukrainian government, including Zelensky and Intel chief Budinov, started issuing warnings about Russian plans to blow up the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. <laughs> what, what timing? even though the plant is under Russian control and blowing it up would have no strategic value. Ukrainian propaganda channels keep pumping this claim without evidence. Of course, the compliant media has not pressed them for any, simply repeating the claims as if they come from an unbiased source. Oh, That's right. If there was ever a golly moment, this is it. <laughs> Folks, be Oh, man, how many times? Guys, he's like sick of hearing it. How many times I have to beg you, please get prepared. I'm telling you, people out there are not telling you the truth. They This this media lawfare war machine is, is, is salivating at the mouth to get us involved in a land war with the Russians. It could turn nuclear. There are propaganda artists on both sides. Believe me, the Russians are doing it even worse. But I'm asking you to not fall into this trap of creating good guy, bad guy, false uh, scenarios. This is not a fairy tale. Putin's not the good guy. Zelensky's not the good guy. There are just less bad guys in this. You can't see the world like that. Be very careful about what's going on. Lindsey Graham clearly knows something here. They're just looking for an excuse to dive us in there. Your kids, by the way. You understand how devastating this would be? China, by the way, doubling down its support for Russia. You think that's an accident? Be very careful about this Wagner Group story. I find it awfully weird that Prigozhin, head of the Wagner, Wagner Group, that tried to take Moscow, tried to take Moscow in a, quote, coup, is still alive or maybe still alive. There's something not right about this story. Everybody take a deep breath on this and definitely be wary of that nuclear plant story. All right, let me take a break. 
And I want to get to this next part because John Kirby and the Biden story is just now a fiasco. Somebody got caught lying yesterday. Somebody got caught lying and somebody got caught lying big. Folks, Field of Greens, I need it. It's been a rough week so far. You have no idea. Folks, Field of Greens. Field of Greens, I take this stuff twice a day. This is the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Your doctor glances up from your chart, hopefully says, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Field of Greens. Check out this customer testimonial. Could very well be mine. I've been taking Field of Greens. It's the second time my doctor's danced into the room, praising my, praising my blood results. Credit where credit is due. Field of Greens. What is Field of Greens? It is a fruit and vegetable blend of healthy, wholesome, clean fruits and vegetables ground up into a fine tasting powder. This is wild berry. There's a lemon lime flavor as well. It is fantastic. Good nutrition supports your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your body, folks, your metabolism. The key, the key to your good health is good, solid nutrition. And if you're busy, you're not getting enough exercise, you're out on the road a lot, you're eating too much fast food, take Field of Greens. It's your vegetable and fruit insurance. Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, I'll bet your doctor will notice you improve health from good nutrition or your money back. I trust, Field, I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. I take it twice a day. I love it. Let me get you started with 15% off. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Don't miss out. This stuff is really good. Get started today. Don't wait another day. Okay. You think it's a coincidence this tape of Donald Trump dropped yesterday that was in the custody of the United States government? The government swamp is engaged in a full-blown media lawfare event with the United States public. The DOJ and the FBI have to be totally, completely cleansed, whoever the next president is. If the next president on the Republican side or candidate does not commit to a full house cleaning here, then do not give them your vote. They are not worthy of it. This is why that Trump tape leaked yesterday. Because they are in real trouble with this Hunter Biden case. Dan, legal trouble? No, not legal trouble. Political trouble. They know they're in political trouble because somebody got caught lying. Here's John Kirby, who's just disgraced himself now repeatedly. Strategic spokesman, whatever, for the White House. He knows they're caught. The AUSA, the United States attorney in this case, the, I should say the United States attorney in the case for Delaware, has already said on the record to people in this meeting that he was being guided by DOJ while DOJ saying the opposite. Here's Kirby Esmail. Watch how quickly he shuts this down like a coward and runs out of the press room. Take a look. Does this not undermine uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then, that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him? No, and I'm not going to comment further on this. We're good. We're good. Uh, James, James, let me just, let me save you some, let me save, let me save, let me save you some breath. If you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing, I don't, I know you do more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Folks, these people are bullshit artists. Yes, sir. They are lying. Biden, Hunter Biden and his dad are on conversations and voicemails. Hey, Hunter. All right. Hey, buddy. It's dad. 
It looks like that article is going to come out. It looks like you're in the clear. Oh, yeah. Hunter Biden's texting his Chinese Communist Party guy about money, yeah. saying his dad's right next to him. The evidence is everywhere. These guys are lying. They're full of it, man. But I, I, I got to tell you, this Biden who has no ability to shut his mouth at all because he's a cocky, arrogant, pompous, rotting bag of oatmeal, too stupid to shut his mouth, keeps going on the record denying it. Here he is yesterday, caught by, uh, is it Jackie D'Angelo or something? Who is it from Fox? Someone from Fox asked him a question. You're going to have to pay close attention. The audio is not great here. It's not Joe's fault. Well, they ask him again. Are you getting ready to like change your story finally about talking to Hunter, giving all these whistleblowers and all this stuff info that's come out, the WhatsApp message? Here, listen to this goon. <laughs> Folks, he keeps saying no, no, no. The, the evidence is overwhelming. Do you understand how this guy's got a serious political problem now? He doesn't have a legal problem. Derek Farland in the AG's office is always going to be there to back him up. He's his bouncer. But somebody is not telling the truth. This is a piece I referenced yesterday. It's in the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please follow our newsletter. These articles I recommend are worth your time. Every day I scour the internet going for these things. This is one by Margot Cleveland about exactly the problem they have. Long and short of it is this. The guy responsible for investigating the Hunter Biden case, David Weiss, is on the record now repeatedly saying, I'm the guy, I made these decisions, the DOJ and Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. Well, there's a problem. David Weiss didn't say that in front of a group of six people who are now testifying in front of Congress. So both of those stories can't be true. Here, Margot Cleveland. Screenshot one from this piece. Delaware U.S. Attorney Weiss told the House Judiciary Committee he'd been granted ultimate authority over prosecutorial decisions related to the criminal investigation in Hunter Biden in a June 7, 2023 letter obtained by the Federalist. However, Weiss's letter to Congress and Attorney General Merrick Garland's earlier testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee that Weiss had full authority to charge Hunter Biden directly conflicts with state conflicts with statements Weiss made to senior members of the team investigating Hunter Biden. Folks, you get the game going on here. I hope I'm explaining this in simple enough terms. Derek Garland and Joe Biden are trying to say, hey, my son Hunter Biden didn't get off on anything. We had nothing to do with it. This guy Weiss made all the decisions. Weiss is telling everybody publicly, it was my call, no one else's, to try to take the blame away from Joe Biden. And then behind closed doors, he meets with the investigators and tells them, hey guys, it's not my decision. Oh, you doubt me? Here it goes on. During his hour-long testimony, Shapley, this is the IRS agent, told congressional investigators that on a meeting on October 7, 2022 with Weiss, the, AU, the uh, United States attorney, and senior level managers from the uh, IRS and other offices, that that was the red line meeting. And according to the whistleblower, U.S. Attorney Weiss was present for the meeting and surprised the team by stating, here's the money quote. Here it is. Write it down. David Weiss said, I am not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. Someone's full of shit. Somebody's lying. Either Weiss was lying in his letter to the House Judiciary Committee 
or Weiss was lying to the investigators in the case. But both of these stories can't be true. First, he said he had full authority. Then he said he's not the deciding guy on it. This guy apparently was dumb enough to actually put it down in a letter, U.S. Attorney Weiss. Which, I got to tell you, Joe, takes the cake for stupid. (laughs) Yeah, You had six witnesses, bro, saying otherwise. (laughs) Here's a letter obtained by the Federalist. U.S. Attorney Weiss stated, I want to make clear that as the Attorney General has stated, I've been granted ultimate authority over this matter. And he goes on to describe it, basically what ultimate authority means. These stories, both of them can't be true. Doorknob. Somebody is lying. You see how they're in trouble now? Politically. Garland runs the real risk right now. And McCarthy, who I think we can all agree, the Speaker of the House and the Republican side, you get the, you know who he is. Uh, McCarthy's not known as some big bomb thrower. That's why no. I supported someone else for the speaker position. Yeah, I mean, nobody nobody thinks McCarthy's like a fire starter. Even McCarthy right now is like, hey, I think it's time we look into impeaching this guy, Garland. Why? Because Garland is lying too. I played this yesterday. I'm going to play it again today. Garland's asked specifically, did you intervene in a Hunter Biden case? And he says, No. We turned over the authority to the U.S. attorney, even though the U.S. attorney told six witnesses otherwise. Take a look. You assured Congress uh, some time ago that the Hunter Biden investigation would be conducted without any kind of political interference. Uh, and I wonder uh, if you would believe that, you, that that is still the case, uh, if that is still the case, that the investigation is not being interfered in any political way uh, since a, uh, an agent from uh, Mr. Lee's agency uh, has now come forward claiming whistleblower status and, and alleging that there has been some kind of interference. Yes, it's still the case. I stand by my testimony, and I refer you to the U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, who is in charge of this case and capable of making any decisions that he feels are appropriate. Guy said it right. This is, the, this, is this guy's Juicy Smollier moment. This is Juicy Smollier. This is justice from Juicy. This is the Juicy Justice moment right here. They can't be telling the truth. They can't. They are in legit trouble here, folks. Big time trouble. All right, here's what I got coming up. Don't go anywhere. They're getting ready to interfere in another election. And I promise you, I don't think I'm, well, I shouldn't promise you because I, I can't make a promise. I don't want to, but some of you are pretty savvy. Let me just say, I'm going to guess a lot of you are going to be surprised about how they're going to pull this one off. They're telegraphing it right now. You just got to keep your eyes open and watch. I'm going to show you this coming up next. Appreciate your patience with our sponsors. They love to talk to you. Keeps the show free for everyone. Blackout coffee. I need that right now. Smells great. Tastes great. You tired of the same old liberal flavored garbage coffees that don't even taste like coffee? This is the best coffee in the business. I have a couple cups a day. I love it. It's blackout coffee. Why do I personally recommend it? One, because it tastes great and I love coffee. But second, because they love our country. Look at that. They put 2A right in the front. That's not like section 2A of some legal code. That's the second amendment. It's a coffee company that loves two things, coffee and our country. The owner, from sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, personally has an incredible work ethic. So do his company. They're dead. So do the people of his, in his company. They are dedicated to producing the best coffee in the business and to this country and conservative principles. They accept absolutely no compromises on taste or quality. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. 
That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. It's really good stuff, folks. Check it out. Also, MyPillow, they have a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers now. They're super comfortable. You're not going to want to take them off. Listeners buy these things out all the time. They're always sending me emails on them. These MyPillow products are great. I have a feeling you're going to want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use promo code DAN, you get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They'll sell out fast. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress in your feet, and you, can, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on that radio listener's square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code DAN. Or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. It won't last long, so please order now. Folks, they are absolutely getting ready to inject themselves in another election online. How are they going to do it? Well, they're going to do it a lot of ways, but this is a new one. Why is it a new one? Because it's on it dependent on new technology, and that new technology is that they didn't have in the last election. AI, baby, you know it. I want you to tie these stories together for me. I'm just going to lay it out. I'm going to give you a bunt. Here's a great website, Reclaim the Net. If you want to read these articles again, they'll be in the newsletter. Democrats are calling on ScrewTube to bring, bring back its election censorship rules. So YouTube allegedly softened some of its election rules, uh, which is nonsense because they're getting ready to bring them right back. They're just waiting for the Democrats to apply the appropriate amount of pressure. So if, God forbid, there's some election malfeasance in Pennsylvania or Georgia, whatever it is, uh, you're not going to be allowed to talk about it around the election because Democrats, you know, they like cheating and stuff. And they only want to talk about stolen elections themselves, which they've claimed every single election they've lost in perpetuity has been stolen. But if you think an election has been interfered nor stolen, you're not going to be allowed to talk about it. So the Democrats are putting the squeeze on right now. And YouTube's being very coy about this. OK. Got that story? Story number two, John Frank and Axios. What's the common theme here? The 2024 presidential race is the AI election. Oh, is it now? Top technologists are portraying a dystopian landscape in 2024. Wait, 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 wait. You see what they're doing here? You pick it up? You see how left-leaning Axios is already filtering the field? They're already, they're, 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 they're seeding the field. You see how they're seeding the field right now? <laughs> yeah. They're getting ready to tell you that whatever they don't like, what the Republicans say is misinformation. So they say top technologists are portraying a dystopian landscape in 2024 in which misinformation and disinformation proliferate with speed and ease. That means you can't trust anything you see or hear. The campaign will be full of false information that anyone can generate. Former Google CEO said every side, every grassroots group and every politician will use generative AI to do harm to their opponents. Oh, OK. So you see how they're seeding the fear now. They're preparing YouTube. Get ready to censor for us. They're putting out into the mainstream here with places like Axios. There's going to be misinformation everywhere. And who's going to come in? The trustworthy G, the government. And we're going to clean it up and fix it up. Oh, you are. Well, how do you know that the government wants to get involved in AI? Um, because I listen. Uh, here's Biden's science, one of his science and technology directors here talking about 
the threat of AI and how the government's going to have to get involved in AI conveniently right before an election. I'm sure all these stories are just an accident, folks. No worries at all. Take a listen yourself. Just last month, President Biden signed an executive order that promotes data equity. It instructs agencies to focus on emerging threats such as algorithmic discrimination and automated technology. And it also tells them to make sure that their own use of AI and automated systems advances equity. Oh, equity. AI. You see, you notice, Joe, you see the the buzzwords? Did you catch them? So the Biden administration wants to be sure two things happen, that there's algorithmic equity, uh, no, algorithmic discrimination doesn't happen, and that there's equity, which is a leftist woke buzz term for the government discriminating against people. You see what they're doing? Now, let me sum it up for you in case you haven't tied it together yet. I don't want to leave it out there dangling. The government is probably already doing it, not going to do it, is putting the squeeze on companies like YouTube, Google, and others to implement AI programs that are going to be vetted by NGOs, non-governmental organizations, probably with ties to left-wing donors like Omadire and Soros. And those left-wing donor NGO groups are going to be the ones that have input into programming the AI to make sure you are banned and censored and can't speak right around the election. It is clear as day if you are just watching. Just listen to them talk, man. They are going to interfere in another election. They they don't even care that you know anymore. That's <laughs> so true. Joe, remember that Time Magazine article where they tell you how they stole the election after? <laughs> yes, yeah. he's right. Yeah. It'll come out in 2025. Here's how we used AI to censor every conservative right before the election and F over them and their moms and their kids. They will because they can't shut their mouths. This... Now, I'm going to give you a perfect example right now because I don't like it. I don't want to leave things dangling out there like hangnails. This guy, RFK Jr., is causing big problems for the left. He's up to about 20% in the polls. He is going to cause a big headache in the Democrat primary running against Joe Biden. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on Bill Maher's show. This is exactly the kind of clip that they are going to use moving forward with AI-based sensors to shut this guy down and get videos like this pulled off the internet. He's talking to Bill Maher about his stance on vaccines. Now, I want to ask you two questions. Well, I'm going to make two statements. First is, is anything he's saying in this clip here unreasonable? Listen to what he talks about about science. Doesn't sound unreasonable to me. I'm not saying everything this guy believes doesn't believe is right. We all believe things that somehow turn out to be wrong. But what he's saying doesn't sound unreasonable. And second, statement-wise, not question-wise, this is exactly the kind of stuff they're going to use COVID vaccine misinformation, AI-based stuff to make sure you see this nowhere on the internet. So watch it now while you still can. Take a look. Do you believe I don't believe in vaccines? I I believe you are more... um I just believe yeah. in science. I, I understand, but, but I, you know, any... Show Bob, me the science. Bobby, this I, is the, yeah, but let's not talk about, again, the science. That's the thing. That's the mistake they made. I believe in oh, science, too. Listen, listen, but, no, but just like the, I mean. the other I mean, side of it... Well, let, let me just say this. We have different... Every medicine is required to do placebo-controlled trials. That's what science is. You give, you, you give a, a group of people, a cohort of people... The, the medicine, 
and then you give the pl- a, cohort, a similarly situa- situated cohort of people the placebo. And then you look at health outcomes over a, a four or five year period, because many of the impact of the outcomes are going to have long diagnostic horizons and long incubation periods. So you won't see them immediately. You need to do it. Anthony Fauci has said eight years for a vaccine. You need to watch them for a while. Those studies have ne- the only medicine that never gets tested are vaccines. And that is what I object to. It's yes. not, I'm not I, saying the, you know, that. Not only the only one effective, all I'm saying is let's test them the way that we test other medications. That does not seem unreasonable. That is not unreasonable. That's my position. (laughs) Folks, again, I I guarantee you clips exactly like that of Bobby Kennedy Jr. will absolutely fall into these AI sensors and get banned. You won't see them anywhere. Because remember, AI is not a human sensor. AI working across platforms like YouTube and otherwise, if it's some kind of universally accepted AI program, is going to wipe this stuff clean like that with a speed you've never seen before. You'll never even see stuff like this. You'll see it when it happens, and then that's it. It'll go away. But what did he say that was unreasonable? He's basically saying, when he's talking about diagnostic horizons, that maybe if we're going to give an experimental substance to people, that we should probably check out the long-term ramifications of it before we push it on people. Joe's like, that whoa, uh-huh. man, hang him by the toenails. Get that tar and feather his ass. Oh my, what a crazy person this guy sounds like. Listen, I ain't vote for this guy. I don't vote for Democrats ever. I don't care ever. There's not a single Republican, by the way, including Chris Christie, that I wouldn't vote for. Uh, that 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 I, that I wouldn't vote before this guy. I'd have him on my show. I respect what he's doing. And he sounds like a very likable guy. But you got to remember, he's a lefty first. He's a lefty first. But he's not crazy. And unlike liberals, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't say this as a collective virtue signal for conservatives. I say it because it's true. It is up to us. It is up to us to hear people out. I mean that. I never want to be one of these censorship a-holes on the left that's so afraid of a foreign idea. Oh, Bobby Kennedy's a Democrat? I don't want to hear him. Get the garlic around my neck and make a cross. I want to hear what this guy has to say. I respect what he's doing. I respect the guy. This guy's in pretty damn good health for a 69-year-old guy. He's got a lot of balls getting in the race against Joe Biden with his last name. I want to hear what he has to say. I'm smart enough to figure it out. And so are you, damn it. You don't need any dumb a-hole telling you who to vote for. You'll figure it out. They're getting ready to censor this dude. You (laughs) watch. That may be the last time you hear those clips going forward. Folks, switching gears a little bit. This culture war. The tide is finally turning. It's not even switching gears. the, the, The left's just impulse. To naturally shut people up in the culture war they are waging against us is starting to backfire spectacularly. I don't think the libs, I have some listening to my show because I see we got a few trolls, you know, running around to chat and stuff. I I don't think libs uh, realize how much of an L this culture war against our kids, a loss, this is going to turn out to be for you in the long run. I told you where this is coming from. The left was so successful and with such rapid speed 
when it came to the gay marriage issue that they got cocky, but they don't realizing that they don't realize they're taking an L on the abortion issue. They're taking an L on the gun control issue. They're getting cocky. This going after the kids is a disaster. Proof? We always bring proof, folks. We never say anything without backing it up. Look at this Media Research Center article by Sarah Murley. It's a great one. Box office bombers. Disney woke movies are losing millions. Folks, every one of these movies they put out in the theater that had some big woke moment in it, Lightyear included a prominent lesbian character showing her kissing her wife and raising a family. Other woke movies, they had Strange World introduced us to a teen boy, was a crush on another young boy. Their relationship pervades the entire film without any point to it whatsoever. Elemental, which was released in theaters on June 16th, features Pixar's first non-binary character. And what happened to these films? The answer is they bombed. Yes, that's exactly what happened. L's are being dropped everywhere because the libs got, folks, listen, they got cocky with the gay marriage fight. The speed at which they believe they won that has blinded them to the fact that there are other runners closing in on them in the quarter mile. All they're doing is looking ahead, getting ready to pop the champagne, but the race ain't over because they started out good. I want to just plug this site. This is not a paid thing, right? I don't know the people who run it, but I looked through it and it's pretty cool. Before you go see a movie, check out this site. I just learned about this yesterday from that media research article. It's called worthitorwoke.com, worthitorwoke.com, and it gives you a woke score for a movie. And this one, you'll see Guardians of the Galaxy got a perfect 100% non-woke, meaning it's not woke. So we wanted Guardians of the Galaxy. And what happened with Guardians of the, Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah, it was probably one of the highest uh, revenue-generating movies of the year. Maybe because people don't want to see woke shit on camera. I don't know. Call me bananas. Yeah, the Mario. And it was, I wonder what the woke score on that was. Look that up. Worthitorwoke.com. Don't go see a movie with that. If it gets, because they do it by non-wokeness, so the lower the score, the worse. So if it gets a zero for non-wokeness, meaning it's super woke, forget that movie. Forget it. Nix it off your list. Folks, this is why they're dropping L's here, left and right, losses. The crazy pills exhibits, I've got a couple of them for you here. This is how bananas, what's their score? You got it. 85 non-woke, so that's good. The higher the score, the better. 85 non-woke for Super Mario. See, you predicted it. You didn't even know. We didn't even know. We just That's impromptu in the live show. Here are the crazy pills exhibits why they're dropping L's left and right. Here is Rachel Levine from the Biden administration claiming now that, Joe, that Pride Month isn't good enough. We need a summer of Pride. Pretty soon it'll be a genera- a century of Pride. Then it'll be a millennia of Pride. Here, take a look yourself. Hello, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine, and I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. And actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. Happy summer of pride. Happy summer. Happy summer. Joe, I'm telling you, sooner or later, it's going to be a century of pride. Happy century. Happy (laughs) millennia of pride. It's never going to stop. Here's number two. Crazy pill. That was Crazy Pills Exhibit 1. Here's Crazy Pills Exhibit 2 for the day. Why the left's dropping L's left and right. Here is Javier Bacaria, uh, Health and Human Services Secretary, uh, sometimes known as Javier Becerra. 
Here he is suggesting that they're going to manipulate federal tax dollars, your money, your money, it's not theirs. And they're not going to give it to states if they don't, quote, check the box to slice off kids' genitals and breasts. This This is all on video open. Here, take a look. We have issued some guidelines that say that uh, a provider who receives Medicare funding, Medicaid funding, must be prepared to offer gender-affirming care. We unfortunately ran into a couple of circuit courts uh, that said differently, and so we are now in the process of having to uh, work under those rulings. Uh, but we're not going to stop everywhere where we have an opportunity at the federal level. And again, I go back to yesterday's conversation where we don't control health care. We don't control how gender affirming care is provided or if it is provided. But where we have laws that require you to fulfill your obligations, if you want that Medicaid dollar to come to your state, we're going to make sure you check the box. Check that box, kids. Slice them nuts off, fellas. Lice them off. Oh, you're not getting any of your own tax dollars. Javier Bacaria acts like it's his money. Yeah. Slice them nuts off, kids, or else uh, no money for you. Yep. Oh, it gets better. Here's exhibit three in the crazy case against the Democrats. Crazy pills exhibit number three. Here is a lunatic California Democrat who's all over Twitter uh, going after the kids all the time with nail polish on, by the way. Uh, It's a guy. There's a bill in California to take temporary custody of your kids. You don't want to slice their nads off. Uh, and this guy loves his bill. He loves his bill. He goes about, listen to him try to sell this thing to the people as they want to take the kids away from the parents. The gaslighting here is epic tier one level stuff. Take a listen. This bill protects children. It makes children safer. It makes children healthier. And it's unfortunate that this bill, like so many, uh, has been caught up in this, this, this right wing outrage machine. That it's like every 12 hours, they need another, uh, another, some, another issue or another bill uh, or another or, or something that's completely made up to try to just stoke outrage online, uh, to scare people, to scare parents, to, to feed this um, just absolutely false moral panic that people are running around trying to steal people's uh, uh, children. Uh, we know that. That, that there are uh, children who are truly at risk, uh, and 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 the outrage machine completely m- undermines our efforts to address actual children at risk by making pretend that all children um, are somehow uh, being targeted, and that the mental health profession is targeting them, and their teachers are targeting them, and LGBTQ people are targeting them. It is outrageous, uh, and this is a good and important bill. So, so just to be clear, you all catch it? Joe, it's the outrage machine suggesting that they're coming for your That's kids. Right, even though the bill That's right. will enable them to take temporary custody of your kids. And I mean, no one's really talking about we're coming for your kids. I mean, this is all a right-wing conspiracy. Really? Wait, wait, hold on. Here's my, wait. Is that my, someone's in my, I don't know who it is, Jeff. Someone's in my ear saying, they, wait, you guys, so there is a, yeah. Apparently, there is some video evidence. I'm hearing this for the first time. There is a video out there of a bunch of people in drag in New York openly advertising they're coming for you. I don't, I don't believe that. There's no way you've actually. Let, let me see this for myself. Uh, Jay, play that. I want to see it. Oh, 
They're like this. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. That's I thought what so weird. So there's a bill where they take your kids, and then there's a bunch of activists openly talking about we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. This is fellas, is this the Michael Anton theory or not? That's not Michael Anton's great theory. The liberals do this all the time. That's not happening, but it's great that it is. It's not happening. We're not coming for your kids. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. We're here. We're, that's not happening, uh. but it's great that it is. But, I mean, has there ever, ever been a better example? <laughs> now you see why they're dropping L's left and right. Ladies and gentlemen, there is going to be a, a, I'm hesitant to even talk about it because I almost want the liberals to keep this craziness up. And they're so crazy, they're going to. There is going to be, at some point, when it gets bad enough, are we there yet? I don't know. We will know when the election results start to come back. Whether in this election or the next one, there is a rebellion brewing against this insanity. And I got to tell you, the end game, I'm convinced for the libs, is absolutely not going to be pretty. Hey, Guy, jump again. I just want to play this one. Kareem Jean-Pierre with the deficit thing. I just want to do this one last time, again, to show you for, again, at least the 50th time how this administration is totally full of crap on end the show with this. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre again for probably the thousandth time repeating the BS that Biden somehow cut the deficit here. Check this out. Look, when it comes to the deficit, this is a president, and he's shown this by his action on how much he takes lowering the deficit, decreasing the deficit, uh, makes that a priority. We've seen that in a record number, $1.7 trillion uh, in, in the first two years. That is something because of the what the president has put forward in his economic policies. He's been able to do that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Flying Mudley. <laughs> Flying Mudley comes in the game. I mean, what do I got to do? I decided that showing you the data from Statista is useless. It doesn't matter. So I decided, let me go to the left. What's the, what's the most radical left-wing paper you can take? The Washington Post? Here's the Washington Post in April 2023 debunking this. Biden's misleading deficit claim earns him a bottomless Pinocchio by Glenn Kessler, who's practically a communist. I don't know how many times I got to tell you this. He, they, they just don't care. They just don't care. They're just like, F you guys. We're going to just continue to lie about the deficit. We're completely making it up. And it doesn't even. <laughs> when you, right, right. What do they say about when you, when you lose Cronkite about the Vietnam War? When you lose Kessler, you would think it's over. But it's not. It's not over. For them. They will continue to repeat this thing no matter what. All right. What do you get? 68,000 people in the show. What the hell? That is freaking bananas. <laughs> you all are awesome. Yeah. Spread the word. Everybody join in. Let's get to 100,000. By the time we come back from that little vacay, 100,000. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Join us every day. Chat starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I jump in on the Gee and Justin show at 11 a.m., it's a, don't please sign up and get an account. It's free. Download the Rumble app. Follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. We lost a little ground. Less. Everybody's piling in. 69. Oh, man. It's so nice. Such an honor to have you all here. Blondie. Who was the other one? First time chat. Do you remember? 
Someone else, sorry, I was going to give you a shout out, but we forgot your name. But we're trying to give a shout out to someone new every day. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.